Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a touring acoustic show that is crouching kitchens everywhere, performing a mix of covers, original sounds, and someone else in someone else's kitchen, and streaming their show online live every week, probably about two times a week. Please welcome the front man of the Kitchen Killers, Billy Floyd. What's going on, man? What's going on, Biggie? Good to see you, dude. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking uh, having some time with me during my lunch break and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. I love a good lunch break. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> what? So my question always, first question always is, what's your go-to lunch sandwich? I, I started combining a couple things. So I've always been a huge fan of a club. I just like a nice club sandwich. And I've before it started to become a craze, I always really liked avocado. So now I like to slice avocado on a club sandwich and sometimes it comes with bacon. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm a bacon fan and I like it sliced four ways like the little triangles. Oh yeah. Double layer it up. Give me some chips and a Coke and I'm done. Oh, that's great. I love that. That's a good lunch. You're actually the first part. I think you're maybe one of my first guests to actually say club sandwich. Oh man. Which yeah. is kind of crazy considering that is a very good and popular sandwich. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious dude. I think it's, uh, I think it's underrated. I think probably more people love the club, but it's so simplified that they're a little worried, especially being on here with Biggie, knowing he's the sandwich king to say something so, uh, rudimentary hey grilled cheese pb and j popular are my, my most popular ones that oh. most people usually get so oh grilled cheese is awesome dude. Yeah. i mean i love food so oh yeah do you have a, a let me ask you this do you have a, a bread preference on your club i i really lately started getting into brioche um and like the artisan brioche has just been fantastic uh i i went to hangry bison the other mm, day and yeah. i had a delicious burger with a pretzel bun on it and man they're getting better and better with the pretzel buns but i think i would go with like uh like an artisan or an artisan brioche okay i like that i like that so when i started i did the intro a little bit of the intro can you give people can you describe to people what the kitchen killers is yeah, actually, I, I tried to come up with an elevator pitch. Yeah, so give it to me. I've had to adjust it a little bit, but I'm a touring acoustic solo crashing kitchens around the country. I do it every Friday, and I do it for free. So technically, I'm a touring musician, a local musician here in Orlando, and I do play, as Biggie said, a combination of covers and originals. And in between each individual song, we normally feature a dish that the host provides that is provided by a local eatery or that it's cooked by a local chef. And then we try to provide people the ingredients, the recipe, and where it came from. Was it grandma's recipe? Is it something that you came up with? Like, give me the heart and soul of the creativity behind this. So I think with that, we're really able to kind of introduce people to new things things maybe they haven't tried before, uh, kind of reinforce something that they have enjoyed before, but ultimately to just build this incredible community that we have here in Central Florida. And everything is stream. You stream it every Friday, right? 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 Every Monday we have what's called uh, the weekly rewind. Rewind. Um, every Wednesday is now a Patreon show because our Patreon patrons really keep us going because we play Friday for free. You know, we don't charge anything for the performance. And this is 25 years in the business for me. So uh, some people say, well, you get what you pay for. In this instance, you actually get what you don't pay for, Yeah, uh, which really helps out. So the Patreon members really help us push the whole thing forward. So Wednesdays is a, uh, is a private Patreon show. And every Friday, you can either find me at my home studio with an awesome chef or some cooks or some hosts. And that way, we stream directly to Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. When we travel, we stream primarily to Facebook. Facebook, but we are looking this year at utilizing the StreamYard application and hitting multiple platforms simultaneously. I love it. I love it. How long have you been doing this? Is it since 2017? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I want to say August 11th or August 12th, 2017 was our first remote kitchen. And it happened kind of on accident. Um, I really wanted to use social media more. And in 2017, Facebook Live really wasn't used that much. So I decided every day, one it one song in somewhere in the house I was going to go live. Yep. So I went live from the studio. I went live from the bathroom. Thankfully, that didn't catch. I went live from the living room. And then one day, uh, the great Commodore and I, uh, my friend Jay, we went live from the kitchen on a Friday night. And I assumed nobody would be home because it's Friday night. But everybody was home and everybody tuned in and the agreement we had with them was as long as we stay over 20 viewers we'll continue to play and 20 was a lot back then we had never done this before yeah. and we played almost three hours and wow. people just kept coming in and coming in so we did it the next week because it was kind of fun and somebody said hey would you come to my kitchen and i said yeah we'll go to all the kitchens and jay looks at me he's like what did you just do and i'm like i have no idea let's see how this works and my friend also tim haggard a musician from paul county popped in he goes man i saw you guys killing it in the studio you killed it in the band room and now you're killing it in the kitchen you guys are like the kitchen killers and i was like i love the alliteration the kk yeah i said okay cool kitchen killers go into different kitchens every friday let's just put it out into the universe and then here come the invitations and we haven't stopped since that that's insane you know if you really think about it i know that's kind of how i came across i came across you guys um when i was online and that's how we how i became i was like i became you know aware of you guys uh at the time it was you guys it was you and the commodore yeah. um you guys actually came to my house and actually uh oh, yeah. and did a show a friday show we had a great show uh, and we did a, a grilled cheese yes you did and i still have <laughs> i still have the video of that of that and it's one of my favorite things i actually uh i created a parody version uh, like an initial parody version of um it was tequila yep from like dan and shay or whatnot oh yeah and i had and i sent it to, i sent it to billy and i said hey I was like, I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. These are the lyrics I have. And he's like, well, let me see what I can do. And he played around with it. And then he actually sang, sang it. It was like, it was pretty awesome to actually see an idea come into like, you know, something like that. Watch it come to fruition. Yeah. It just, it's, it's always sure. an amazing thing to be able to see. Um, I have the lyrics. I'm actually going to find them real quick and I'll just send you a link. We don't need to do okay. it now, but I do still have those lyrics. They're fantastic. Is, that is You're a good writer, man. I appreciate that. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy it, man. It's a fun process. So I want to talk to you a little bit about consistency with sure. you because like you mentioned, you do shows Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And you crash people's kitchen, so you're constantly going to different places, and and you've been doing this for over five years. Like how how are you? How do you keep the consistency? Because I mean that is a long, long thing to do constantly and be consistent in the sense that you're doing it every week. You're doing month, you know, this is like basically consumes your life. So how do you handle that, and how do you balance it? I added consistency, commitment, and growth, and you need to be committed to it. And you need to be consistent and you need, you need to make it a habit. So it became a habit. It is almost like every day when I wake up in the morning, I make my bed, I brush my teeth, I get ready for work, I grab my coffee, I say goodbye to my pups and I leave. And it becomes a habit. So just recently, side note, I also added two more shows on TikTok. So every Monday, I stop the uh, weekly review or the weekly, weekly rewind and I jump right over to TikTok immediately. And now Thursday, I play from seven to eight every Thursday night. So I have a show, two shows on Monday, Tuesday is my day off, uh, a show on Wednesday, 
a show on Thursday, a show on Friday, and now I'm booking a lot more gigs on Saturdays and Sundays, um, local gigs and local venues and eateries and festivals and stuff like that. Uh, so I think a big part of it is I'm, I love this. I'm super passionate about it. Whether there be a thousand people listening or zero people listening, I love to play and write and perform. It's my therapy. So I found an avenue where not only could I experience that personal therapeutic moment, but I was also able to touch the hearts of other people and engage them not only in the community, but in the music itself. And they really became a huge motivator for me to stay consistent, to keep going. And I've always been under the impression that if you really want something to work out, you just cannot give up. You have to keep going. Just keep going, man. Uh, but I also love what I do. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing it for the end goal. I don't think there is an end goal. I do it because I just really enjoy it. And it moves me and it gets me so excited. When I write a new song, I, I really hold those songs close to my heart. So when I share them with some people in the community or I'll start playing them for Patreon first. Patreon hears everything first. Sometimes in the writing phase. Okay. I'll play a verse and a chorus. Hey guys, this is kind of what I'm working on. Let me know what you think. And they're so supportive. So before I even release it to the public, I play it for Patreon. And usually there's a couple guys in there that are very in tune with their emotions. And a lot of times they'll say, man, that, that song really moved me, dude. Like, you really you really got me with that one. I say, okay, awesome. And that's not necessarily my goal. But if it's yeah. a byproduct, I'm totally okay with Heck that. Yeah. But I think a big part of it is just habit, consistency, and you've got to love what you do. I love it, dude. I love that. When, you, when you're doing, and one of the big things I also kind of want to share, at least the thought, because originally when, and, and obviously I, we talked about like the grilled cheese song, uh, that's not what you're writing. That's not like you're not writing, like it's not like you're doing food parodies no, no. Uh, or anything like that. Like you're literally writing. And so like where do you get your, where do you get your motivation? Where do you get your inspiration from when you're writing when you're writing songs and then how do you find the mix or the balance when you're creating your set list to be able to when you're performing at someone's house gotcha uh the writing process really uh inspiration is everywhere and it's up to the individual creator to capture it and recognize it so there is a series called house i'm sure everybody knows house with hugh laurie there is one screen snap and i had paused it just because i was getting ready to step away from my uh, from my tv for a second i paused it and the frame held so much emotion in it i'm looking at this single picture and i went man this tells an entire story this tells an entire story right here in this one picture so i immediately forgot why i was even leaving the tv and i got my guitar and i came and i just looked at this and i just started really lightly strumming on my guitar until i found this this beautiful chord and i said that matches the feeling of that picture and in this picture their partner was so happy that their partner had their other partner had come back to them and he was he had kind of opened his arms and she had kind of crawled into his arms and they were just laying on the couch together and i was like man like come back to me and i was like here it is so about 10 minutes later i was done and i took little samples from my life from people that i had dated in my past yeah. friendships and i kind of brought them all but i made sure i tried to sing it from the perspective of the person who was welcoming back a love that they had missed so i kind of get it from everywhere you know i was playing a warhammer 40k a couple weeks ago <laughs> and uh again it just it just popped into my mind i thought about a voicemail that a uh, ex had left me a couple months ago and I hadn't listened to it and I still haven't listened to it. It was one of those where you have to sometimes draw a hard line in the sand between yourself and somebody else for your own mental health. Okay. And I needed to move forward. <clears throat> 
And I could imagine the stories that came from that person telling other people that they had called me and left me a voicemail, wondering what he thought. Did he listen to it? Of course he listened to it. How could he not listen to it? Yeah. Well, I bet he listened to it, and man, he hasn't gotten back in touch with me. I don't know, but I don't know what to tell my friends. I didn't listen to it. So then I came up with uh, the line, I didn't listen to that voicemail or tear open that letter you sent. Don't you tell your friends I want you back. Nice. And I was like, well, here we go. So that one's called Ghosted. I love it. So it, it's, it really is, uh, inspiration is absolutely everywhere, you know, and I, I think sometimes the older we get, the more, the better we get at recognizing it for our own individual. Like, there it is, there it is, there it is. So, yes and no. Sure. So, I agree with you, and I, but, and I think that a lot of it is also the fact that you've been, you're very good at kind of being in the moment and being able to see and experience those things. We move at such a pace that's so fast sometimes that sometimes we don't get to see those moments, the things that are right in front of you, the stopping and smelling the roses, the, the inspirations that are happening right in front of you. And you're just not, you don't see it. And a lot of times it's not because we don't want to, it's just that sometimes we're just don't take a moment to stop. Yeah. So like we're programmed that way. Correct. And so a lot of times like, so it's interesting when I hear you like little, the little things, how, you know, kind of like how you said, like you're, you're kind of in that moment where you're kind of being open and receptive to it, which I think is very important when it comes to a, being a talented songwriter and being able to come up with music because, you know, I'm always amazed by it. Like I'm, I'm, my daughter makes fun of me because I, I'm upset. I am obsessed with the whole pa- fact of like how Charlie Puth does music and how he hears it and how it like the progressions. And I'm, and like, I even loved the song. There was a show on NBC called Songland that I loved watching because I would love hear, seeing, I love seeing creatives do their thing. Like it's just one of those things like, and, I, and I'm a creative person. So like I get it where it's like where they kind of hear how they hear the music and where they, where they see the music's going and like how they, they can almost you. And I'm, I don't know if that's kind of in your case, like if you're visually seeing like how, Oh yeah, this is, this is what it's going to be. It's like, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of already like thinking about it right, right, right. Um, and going that route and the progressions. And then you're like, Oh, and then, then you, and then you start using, cause I I've seen some artists that go the route of, they have like the melody and then I have others that, and they kind of do, then they start thinking of like what the lyrics are going to be. So like, no, 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 no. Like they're oh, like, they're kind of like do like a hum thing. And then sure. they're like, Oh yeah, now I got to fill the blanks with this beat sure. because this is sure, what I want. Sure. So like the, sometimes that happens. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. be all over the place. So like, where are you keeping all of this? Like, is it just voice memos you're leaving yourself? Like, Oh yeah, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Or like when you think of lyrics and stuff like that, or I mean, or do you just stop dropping Start playing and practicing. Sometimes all of that, really. It's it's almost like um, I've al- almost found that a lot of different artists have multiple ways that they create. Uh, there are sometimes where I'll hear a line in my head when I'm on the way to work, and I can't grab a guitar because I'm driving at the time, so I'll just create a little voice memo. Sometimes I hear the melody in my head. I don't have the words, but I hear the melody. And I say, okay, so sometimes I record that. Sometimes, like with Come Back to Me, I just saw a picture, and I'm like, let me grab my guitar. And then it wrote itself. So. There are multiple different ways, and I think it's a good exercise for any creator to find multiple ways of capturing the inspiration and then translating it to a digestible content. You know, I think uh, 
the, the, the better that we get at creating, the more we're able uh, to come up with a multitude of formulas that ultimately lead to a, a product yeah. that you can be proud of. You know, and not all products, not all songs that I've written do will I share with the world because it's kind of my diary. Mm-hmm. You know, so some things stay personal, uh, some things I most certainly share. Um, but I, I most certainly think that th- one of the ones that I feel the most comfortable with, where I've gotten some of my more successful songs, have been the ones that kind of pop into my head. I grab a hold of it, and within a very short period of time, the song is done. I'm not overthinking it. I just kind of find the flow. Yeah. And if I can find that peaceful balance b- between the universe's voice and my melody, it the song will write itself. Yeah. That's awesome. I like I it's I'm I'm so intrigued by the whole creative that whole creative aspect. That's the reason why I love talking to so many different people that do different things. Um, because I think we all kind of, at the end of the day, we all kind of speak, we do all kind of speak that same language is just trying to figure out sometimes, um, you know, and in your particular case, I love the fact that you're very, very good at kind of finding that moment and kind of, and being able to capture that moment. Um, because like I said, like how I, when I, when I said like kind of, you know, I, I see it, I see enough people where we're constantly, you know, like the universe is talking to you and things are talking to you and your environment is talking to you. But sometimes we just don't just stop and take a moment to actually, yeah get it yeah yeah um you oh, know because we're usually also in our heads a lot so that's kind of one of the the big things what do you think has been some of the difficulties you've gone through the past five plus years doing this um i would say some of the more difficult or challenging moments have been trying to maintain healthy personal relationships uh it, this takes a lot of time and i'm still a full-time Um, informational technology director that's what I do during the day so after I punch the clock there I punch the clock with kitchen killers so once I get home it's immediately to the studio power everything on get my notes together make sure we're good to go do all my sound and audio checks uh, build the session test everything grab a drink of water use the bathroom sit back down two hours later that's done so great now it's eight o'clock I probably haven't eaten Uh, so let me make a little bit to eat Grab something to eat, spend some time with the pups, make sure the house isn't burning down, yeah. make sure that's good, throw in a little bit of laundry because I still have a life to live. By that time, it's 9, 9.30. Um, this is normally you know, getting close to bedtime for yeah. most people. So usually around 10 o'clock, 10.30 is when I can finally kick my shoes off and relax. And by that time, most people are already snuggled in. They're an hour and a half into watching Netflix with their with their significant other. They've yeah. already had dinner. They've they're already on their date. They're already having drinks. So I think one of the biggest things has been to learn how to manage healthy relationships outside of that. And then trying to understand that in the very beginning it can be extremely appealing to spend time with a creative person. But there's a lot of work behind it. And I think <clears throat> seeing the seeing the lead singer on stage should stay a fantasy. Keep it a fantasy, lead singers out there. Um, maintain the fantasy. You know, you want to be the person that people want to be with. But then when they understand all the in, all the workings that go behind yeah. it, the preparation, the writing, the scheduling, the time, it's not necessarily exactly what somebody sees on the surface. Uh, so it takes a lot of time. And for me to play. Uh, four minute song and the way that I've played a four minute song has taken me years to be able to do it you know uh, to be able to be smooth with StreamYard to be able to have all these shows booked in advance to be able to comfortably sit down and play a four hour show it's not just those four hours 
you know so a four-hour show is a five six seven eight nine hour event you know you have travel set up breakdown the performance yep. then you got to network and politic you got to shake hands thank people for coming out you want to pass out business cards you want to make those connections make sure people truly understand that you appreciate their time because yeah. they could do so many things you know so i think i've always been pretty good with personal life balance with energy with sleep with you know i i I don't purposely fast, but apparently fasting is the cool thing now. So, like, I fast. <laughs> um, so, I've always been good with interpersonal friendships, my family. But I think uh, romantic relationships have been quite challenging because the investment of time is extremely high. You know, and I think I've had many um, potential relationships end when I am asked this question. How long are you going to do this music thing? Mm. Uh, it's not something that I am doing for any other reason than it moves my soul. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. What's the, what's the, to kind of go a little light, what's the craziest thing that's happened in a kitchen while performing? Oh man. Uh, we had one guy, um, absolutely wasted out of his mind. that was standing just on the other side of the, of a counter, uh, just on the other side of a kitchen counter. We were mid song and it was almost as if somebody walked up and just powered him off. Just, flipped the switch and he dropped like a stone to the floor just 100 percent. he didn't stumble he didn't go down slow it was literally like somebody just pulled this dude's plug and he hit the ground full force uh, now there were many people there and his family could take care of him so we're professionals and we continued to go we didn't skip a beat we just kept on playing the song the very next song that same individual needed to go he had gotten up he was okay he was fine had a little bit of water he was good he had walked out onto the pool patio to get something and he was in a hurry so he left the pool patio door open well one of his friends didn't realize that he was coming in so quickly and he shut the patio door oh unbeknownst to the gentleman that had just run out onto the pool patio so the gentleman that had just run out thought he was getting ready to run through an open sliding glass door and this man hit the sliding glass door so hard it shook the house. And you could hear it in the middle of the song. You just hear this boom. And we look up and he hit the door and he hit the ground. And again, we're professionals. He's just his friends. <laughs> you just keep on going. So those are two things where I was really, really proud of our ability to stay focused. And I was really proud of the fast reaction time that although his entire company had been drinking all night, they were on top of him and he was totally fine, 100%. My goodness. But that was a, I'll never forget that. No, I can imagine that. What's, uh, what's the furthest you've traveled? Uh, what's the furthest kitchen you've traveled to? Uh, we went to Asheville, North Carolina um, a couple years ago. We were just in, we were in Asheville. No, we were in Blue Ridge just a couple weeks ago. We had gone up for, we were invited up to play a kitchen for a graduation ceremony. Uh, so, and that was actually, uh, that was just me, you know. So, I, I continuously say we. I'm trying to, I'm yeah. trying to switch that up a little bit. That's, it's, and that's a hard one because, and that's a hard one for me as well. Because sometimes, I, oh, I say me a lot. Some people tell me I need to say we because it makes you look bigger or whatever. Like, you know, I was like, eh, I'm big enough as it is. So, I'm like. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm just me. So, um, but no, I, I get that. That's a, you know, and so 52, I mean, you really think about it. So do you really do 50, so there's 52 weeks in a year. Are you doing 52 Fridays? Oh yeah. We haven't, we, we uh, yeah. ha haven't missed a single Friday since we started. Wow. 
So yeah, every, every Friday, um, it's been, it's been a lot of, it's really been a lot of fun. And again, it's just, it's become a habit, you know, it's not even something where I'm like, man, I got to do this. It's, I get to do this, you know, and it really is something where I look at my day when I block it out of my mind and I say, okay, Monday nights, I'm free at eight 30. You know, like that, uh, I go from 7.05 to 7.25 on Facebook, and I go from 7.30 to 8 o'clock on TikTok, take a half hour to kind of wind down, and then 8.30, I'm home, you know, and I can focus on the rest of my evening. Yeah. Uh, so I just kind of block that period of time off, you know. So looking at this, like we were discussing just before this, I started to book out the entire year of 2023 for Kitchen Killers. Yeah. Just listed all of our previous hosts, all of our chefs that we've worked with, and then little by little just started hammering away at the year. And I'm pretty confident I'll have the entire year booked by the end of this month. How are you how are you finding like our chefs coming to you you coming to chefs i mean it's all basically sure. networking i'm assuming <laughs> kind yeah. of like as you've been going because originally obviously when i did when i was on the show i actually fed every i i was the chef so i got to make my uh my my orange chicken banh mi's <gasps> dude those banh mi's uh, were good. fantastic yeah. That's what, and that's what inspired my sandwich at gnarly barley because that's uh that's the sandwich there so like yeah so like how do you come across or how do you find the chefs to be able to kind of go in and be like hey this is where i'm at and you just start giving dates out and they just basically like oh i'm near here i can come to this one or i could do this um a little bit of both yeah sometimes we do a lot of public shows and i'm always trying to network i'm always trying to shake hands bring business cards like i'm always marketing i'm always working uh sarah shulak the executive director of curry forward west and i we have very similar work ethic where you're always working you're always closing deals you know so a great example of what you're referring to is my good friend josh mollis who is now known as magic foot mollis he introduced me to eric youngs who's the voodoo chef over in tampa so i met eric Eric joined us for a couple shows. We've become very close friends. And he introduced me to a gentleman named Dane, who's a local chef here in Orlando. So from my relationship with Josh Mollis, my friendship with Josh Mollis, we met Eric. Eric fell in love with the show. He's hosted, or we've hosted him being a chef at our studio multiple times. We're actually going to be in his kitchen January 20th. And I'm going to be playing on the Voodoo Chef or the Voodoo Foundation float at Children's Gasparilla on the 21st. So that networking kind of is natural if you just shake hands and introduce yourself. So there are some chefs that will be introduced to the show through other chefs or through seeing the show on YouTube or Twitch or friends, and they reach out and they say, man, how can I get involved? Yeah. So that's absolutely an aspect of it. Another aspect of it is just maintaining healthy relationships and genuinely encouraging your friends to succeed. So I'm talking to Eric Youngs every week. Hey, man, what do you got going on, dude? I'm so proud of you. Like, you're grinding, bro. I'm really, this is awesome. Asking questions genuinely build those relationships some people stop at the surface of networking and say okay biggie what can i do for you what can you do for me great abc we're done here yeah but if you really nurture those relationships you're going to have a far more positive impact and a long-term healthy relationship with people in the industry so it's a little bit of kind of everything you know it's very similar to songwriting it's inspirations everywhere opportunities everywhere networking is everywhere I'd say another one of the hardest things is stepping away from professional relationships that I found were there was an imbalance there. 
That's tough because I never want to give up. Yeah. I'm a guy that never gives up. I always think there's a way we can win together. I always think there's a way we can succeed together. But unfortunately, not everybody out there has that same caring, genuine mentality. And there are a lot of people out there that will use Biggie for your sandwich connections yeah. and never talk to you again. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, cool. I'm glad you had a great sandwich connection. I learned. You learned. Good luck with everything. Yep. I'm, I'm moving out. on. Yeah. I got to go. No, no, I get, I get that. And I think that's kind of, uh, and I totally agree with you on the whole aspect of everyone can win and everyone can succeed and helping one another out. And then especially if you're all in the same kind of that same journey going through it. Um, so I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. There's enough cake for everybody. Correct. And I think that's the big thing. I think that's the one thing that a lot of people tend to forget sometimes. I'm not now at the same time I say that and and I'm, I'm one of those where I'm like I'm okay to definitely pick my brain and help out and do that but at the same time I'm also one of those where I need you to make sure that I need to make sure that you're actually doing the work where you're not coming oh, in yeah. and being like hey how do you do this and you're like well what have you done and they're like oh, I haven't done anything and I'm like well and you get back to me yeah. when you've actually done some legwork and you've actually looked and done it then I can be like okay well have you thought of this yeah 100% and, yeah. and I'm glad you brought that up like I'm always willing to help somebody as much as they're willing to help themselves so if they're telling me hey man I'm giving it everything I got this is my week this is my focus this is where I'm growing this is where I'm grinding this is where I'm evolving then I'm far more willing to say you got to dude let me help you step your game up a little bit Correct. have you thought about this have you thought about this and so if you're grinding uh, I will be your biggest fan if you're not and you're just continuously coming to me, hey, hey, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Dude, I'm I'm there to 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 give you that initial spark and hopefully set you on your way and be there to guide a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, just as people guide me, people help me, but I cannot continuously spark, jumpstart, spark, jumpstart, spark, jumpstart. Like ultimately I'm there to to kick off the fire, but it's your fire, baby, and burn it. Yeah. No, I get that. What with that with that being said, this is a good one. What what advice would you give someone that's wanting to start something? It doesn't have to be perfect. No, that's the that I went a lot of, a long time I went progress over perfection. Always. That's always been the the case. Um I think one thing that I admire most about you is the fact of the the idea of the you you're all about you're all about the journey, not the destination. And I think that for sometimes a lot of people, and I'll, I'll be, I'll be one to admit, I know that's something that I noticed in 2022. I felt, I fell back in love with the journey. Um, I was always in the mindset of trying to figure out like, well, I'm supposed to be doing this or what's my five year, like what's my five year plan? What's your disc plan? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so for a lot of people would be like, well, what's next? And like that, and, and I'm pretty sure you get that a lot. Like, well, oh, what's yeah. next? What's going to happen next? And, and, and what I've noticed is, and, and obviously like it's been a few years since you were, I, you, you, you guys, you crashed my kitchen. So, and you've already, you've gone like the Patreon part is the new, is a new element, um, obviously to kind of go for, go that route and, and to be able to get. So I think to me, that's like, it's so important to be able to kind of just the, the almost like the yeses of being saying yes to your journey and figuring out where the journey is going to lead. And then hopefully as you, and you know, at the same time, obviously you may have certain goals like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Like in your particular case, I think it's probably, you didn't think five years ago that you would be in, you know, come January of 2023, you've already would have already booked, uh, you know, 52, um, you know, shows, um, or kitchens to be able to do. I mean, and that's kind of one of the big things that I think is, uh, is impressive. But for me, my big thing was always, everyone always had like, Hey, what, what, what do you, what's your end goal? What what's are you trying next? to do? Yeah. And, and a lot of times I say, I didn't know. Yeah. 
And and I made That's it sound answer. like, but and the weird part is, a lot of times when I said it, I felt I felt guilty not knowing. Yeah. And I think for me, the one thing and the reason, and I'm saying you this now because I'm one based on the knowledge and growth. And that's one of the things that I learned, but also the fact that like I'm 10 years as Delhi Fresh Treads turns 10 this year. And one of the reasons why I've been able to do what I do is because of the fact that I enjoy the journey. I enjoy the process. I enjoy all those things. And a lot of that's a lot of times why people end up giving up. And that's why a lot of people end up just not doing it or, you know, and that, and, and I'm kind of curious and I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just kind of curious if you've ever been asked this question, like, do you ever get asked the question of, or when sometimes, or maybe, maybe, I don't know, I'm just trying to figure out how I want to word it because, um, so you, you know, how sometimes people say like, Hey, why do you like, why do you kill? Like, you know, like, why do you kill yourself? Why do you do all this? Like, what's the purpose of this? If you're at the end of the day, if you're like, you're not going anywhere, you're not going to do anything. And if you're not doing it for your, you know, you're not doing it, you know, like yeah. if, if what's the end goal, like when you get that, what do you tell people when that happens? It's a, it's a nonlinear adventure. So I'm playing multiple roles right now. Yeah. One of them is just a kid who loves to play music. Yeah. The other one is somebody who is in love with his community and wants to introduce more people to that community. Another one is I am a goal-oriented person. I'm also, to a fault, an extremely stubborn person and I refuse to give up. You know, So a big part of, and you kind of hit the nail on the head, is you have to love the process of it. And it's okay if you don't have a final goal in your mind. Because let me tell you, the universe doesn't care about your goal. It doesn't. That's why you got to love the process. You don't want to put years into something, not achieve this some weird goal you gave yourself five years ago and think that you failed. Yeah. Every show that you have is a success. Every time you, I, every time we book a kitchen, I feel like I booked my first show. I'm so happy to be able to do it. And you said something previously. You said, uh, I bet you didn't think five years ago that you would be able to book an entire year in less than a month. Now, I did buy... Uh, kitchenkillers.com for five years in 2017 I knew it wasn't going anywhere yeah. and I knew that if if I was if I was behind the wheel if I had my foot on the pedal uh, just grab on because we're going and I'm not giving up I'm not I am not we've had a good friend Shelly Wheeler had moved from California to Florida and she helped us for a couple years yeah and we love you Shelly she moved to Texas with her mom to help with her family. We just recently had Michelle Hess move to Orlando from Utah to help with the project specifically. So part of that in my mind is I'm so happy that I'm able to continuously focus and grow and evolve and stay determined because Michelle gave up her whole life to be here and help. And how terrible would it be if I was like, eh, I don't really want to do a show tonight. Yeah. This woman gave up her friends and family everything she's ever known to move here. So a little part of it is like, I have to do this for Michelle. I have to do this for my mom and dad. I have to do this for my sister. I have to do this because I love the community. You know, I have to do this for myself. I have to do this because it is my therapy. So you're, it's multiple roles at the same time, but ultimately I love the process of every individual one of them. And I've had five years to hone that process yeah. and kind of, trim it away, become more efficient, more effective without losing the love of the process itself. No, I love that. I love that. Speaking of community, how can people find you, follow you, and, and most of all, listen to your music? How can they do that? Uh, the best way is to Google Kitchen Killers with an AZ at the end. 
So that's the best way to do it. We are the only Kitchen Killers. Um, our music is on Amazon, Spotify, iTunes. We stream several times a week to Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and now TikTok. Uh, so that is where you can find us. We book for free. You can message us at kitchenkillers at gmail.com. You can shoot me a message on any social media platform. My name is Billy Floyd. That is my real name. I'm all over social media. Throw me a friend request. We can be buddies. And uh, let us get up in that kitchen, yo. We maybe. might even bring Biggie. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> if you're making sandwiches, I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely. You definitely consider me being there. Uh, not, I do eat other things, but I definitely if it's a good sandwich. Um, I, one thing that I did appreciate and that I that I enjoyed doing, seeing you do on your Facebook, and you and you do it for a while, is usually you would do um, when you were driving. You would almost kind of almost like you just have a moment just to kind of like and talk to just to talk and just kind of like you know kind of free thoughts and and i was just kind of curious about when you do that um and i felt like you know a lot of times you when you when you did that was it or when you do that is it something that you do because you obviously you want to share and you want to tell like maybe have someone think of something in a way that they haven't thought of it about how their day should go or how they should be appreciative of something or like a certain topic sometimes you kind of have do you do that because you because it's something that you're kind of almost telling yourself or is it a mixture of that slash also telling just because you want to be able to help someone else and maybe you know you and so you kind of you kind of spread the word that way all of that yeah. uh, I started that in 2017 as well yeah um, I had just gone through a pretty tough breakup of a long-term relationship that ended in a way that nobody would want a relationship to end. And I remember driving to work and I was so lonely and I was so sad. I couldn't listen to my audiobooks because it was just, it was tough to be in my own head. Yeah. And I had all these thoughts in my head and I was just, I was just really going through it. And I said, man, I, I, I really want to, I don't know what to do. I got to talk to somebody. And I'd just been, I'd, I'd talked to the, my, my sister to, <laughs> to the end of the world. And I thought, man, I'm probably driving her crazy with these conversations, just trying to I guess understand life a little better. Yeah. So I said, well, let me let me go live on Facebook and let me just talk a little bit about what's on my mind. So originally it started because I didn't want to be alone. That was really tough for me. Yeah. And then people started to chime in. They started to message me and they started to say, Billy, what you talked about this morning, you really hit home, man. Like, thank you. I, I, I'm not the only one that feels this way. And where did you come up with that? Or where did that idea come from? So that started to evolve. So they went from pretty long Facebook lives because I just didn't want to be in my head for such a long period of time. I knew I was going to be in my head all day, but my drive to work, I just wanted a clear mind and yeah. I wanted to get to work with a positive thought in my mind and feel like I had just gone through a little bit of a healthy therapy session. And if other people can be influenced or motivated or kind of come together, we can kind of share in each other's tough times and offer to help each other out of it. And then it kind of evolved. If I missed a day, people would reach out to me. Hey, man, are you okay? You didn't put up a video today. And then the bigger and bigger it got, I started getting some comments about me going live while I was driving at the same time. So I started to watch some of the videos and I actually found that I was far more attentive when I was live. I was looking at my rear view more. I was looking at the yeah. far more, but it didn't stop the angry comments. So I said, okay, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do them live anymore. Uh, so I started to utilize Facebook stories and reels, Instagram stories and TikTok, uh, TikTok stories. So now what I do is every morning in the driveway, I have a quote in my mind. Sometimes I'll just wake up. I woke up last week and I was like, man, just ask for it. Just ask for what you want. It sounds so easy. 
but there's billions of people on the face of the planet that desire something so much and they will not ask for it. Maybe it's fear of rejection. Maybe it's fear of getting it. I don't know. That's not mine. That's your journey. Yeah. But just ask for it. So then I started that and I just did it in the driveway, you know, so I do it from Instagram. I record it on Instagram because they have the best captioning. Sorry, TikTok. They, they do. do. Great captioning. So I record it on, on Instagram. I put up my description, post it in Instagram. I copy the description. I go into Facebook stories. You don't need a description. I upload the same exact video. Make sure it's less than 26 seconds. Then I go to Facebook Reels. They do want a description, so I paste it in there, and I take it over to TikTok. I upload it, and I just add hashtag for you and hashtag FYP at the end, and I post that. So now I've been able to not have to do it while I drive, which is great, uh, but I can also continue the content going. And sometimes when I'm editing it, the reel will play over and over and over again as I balance the music with the voice and I listen to, are there stutters? Are there uhs? Are there ands? Did I say what I really needed to say? Because 99% of the time it's just off the top of my head. Yeah. You know, so when I'm listening to this and sometimes I'm listening to it just to, just to make sure the balance is okay, it's almost like osmosis. Like that quote is just in your head. It's in your head. It's in your head. It's in your head. And then I start thinking about it and I start thinking, this is something that I could actually learn from. Yeah. You know, like if you put a thought out into the universe, the universe conspires to make it happen for you, whether it's good or bad. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The universe is going to give it to you. You know, it's the law of attraction. If I say, I don't want a red light, the universe doesn't hear the I don't want. All it hears is red, red light. light. So yeah. guess what you're going to get? So it started like that. Sometimes I'm inspired by quotes. Sometimes it's just something that pops into my head. But ultimately, I think it's something I can personally learn from because I don't want to be hypocritical and say, well, you can learn from this, but I'm not going to. So yeah. normally it's something that I can apply to myself. And sometimes the thoughts are so simple that we don't think about them because they're so simple. You know, you had said before that we've been kind of programmed that you gotta grind, you gotta move, you gotta go as fast as possible, you gotta evolve, you gotta do this, do this, you have to have short-term goals and long-term goals, are you achieving that, or are you reaching out? That can get so overwhelming, it'll make you not even wanna do it. Yeah. It's like this is far too much, but sometimes you have to slow down to go fast. You really do, and if you just take that beat, and you take that moment, you never know the, the, the element of love that it can exist in that moment and through, through the generations that it, that it could unfold into. So take your time, take your breath, and do it, baby. And put it out in the world. Absolutely. Put it out there, man. Yeah. Listen, you're going to get judged. You Period. Are. It's going to happen. It's okay. It's going to be good. It's going to be bad. It's going to be indifferent, but you're going to learn. And don't let it knock you off your mount. Just keep on going. Keep on grinding. And take those negative comments and, 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 and extract what you can utilize from it. If somebody says, oh, man, I don't like this. You know, you, you do the same thing all the time. It's like, okay, let's take that into consideration. How could they see it from this point of view? Yeah. What elements of them are true if we take away the emotion? So, okay, is there repetition in this? Okay, I see why they would think there's repetition in this. You know what? I'm going to shift that up a little bit. I'm going to shift that up for you. And then make that a habit. You know, so there's always something positive to extract from negative. Always, always, always. You know, so I think there's benefits of that in pretty much everything. Yeah. But ultimately, when it really comes down to it, you've got to love what you do. You've got to love the process. And software developers say the same thing. Release often, release early. 
Don't wait till it's perfect because guess what, man? It'll never be perfect. Nope. Once it's perfect and you release it, you're going to listen to it and go, man, I could have done this. I could have done this. Yeah. And always grow. You're either growing or you're dying. That's it, man. And keep on going, baby. Just have fun. I love it. I love it. That's, that's a great way to end, uh, end our show today. So th- uh, that's our show for today. Thank you so much to Billy Floyd of Kitchen Killers uh, for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check him out. Um, go on, you know, like you said, Google Kitchen Killers, AZ at the end. Um, make sure to follow him on all different forms of social media. Obviously, everyone loves, you know, either it's a YouTube, a Facebook, a Twitch. I mean, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, there's no excuse. Um, definitely give him a follow, um, especially if you're kind of you know and the, the beauty of it is you can go to facebook and watch watch old shows so if you want to see him perform and kind of just see what it is to kind of see him crash a kitchen um you can definitely go see that and uh, without a problem if you enjoyed the show definitely make sure to subscribe if you want to support check my brand out deli fresh threads um do some shopping tell your friends spread it like pb and j people um thank you until next time keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion thanks everyone <laughs>